Welcome to Watershed's November podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the head of programme here at Watershed. You may have read in the press whispers of a renaissance of UK filmmaking. Guardian journalist Andrew Pulver wrote an article recently talking of a golden age. You're always hostage to fortune in saying these things. You just have to remember Colin Wellen's triumphant claim that the British were coming when he picked up the Oscar for the script to Chariots of Fire at the Academy Awards ceremony in 1981. Following that, tumbleweed blew through the UK film industry as it experienced its most traumatic decline. Of course, Colin Wellen was not responsible. It was rather that his exuberant claim wasn't supported by what was actually happening in the industry. The 80s turned out to be the wilderness decade in terms of UK film. If you look at 1982, the year after the British were coming, there were only 24 UK films made, compared with over 50 released in 2010. There were some class acts in there, Lindsay Anderson, Chris Pettit, and new kid in the block, Peter Greenaway, and of course Richard Attenborough's Gandhi. However, in between were such middle-of-the-road films, including end-of-the-road film Boys in Blue, featuring Cannon and Ball. Let's not forget this was Val Guest's last film. Well, actually, maybe we should forget. Admissions to cinemas fell from 100 million in 1980 to the all-time low of 54 million in 1984. Ironically, for exhibition, it proved to be a transformative decade, with the arrival of the multiplex in that very year, if memory serves, in Milton Keynes. The problem with UK production was that there was not enough films and films of quality being made. The problem with UK exhibition was that the venues were not up to standard. The effect of the multiplex over the latter part of the 1980s was to increase the quality of presentation. I know Mark Kermode might not believe that these days. And also critically, to raise the profile and presence of cinemas and cinema going. You just need to open the entertainment page of your local paper on a Friday to see the acres of advertising and listings for cinema. The multiplex phenomenon was largely responsible for dragging the audience figures from that all-time low in 1984 to just under 100 million by the end of the decade. And by the end of the 90s, it had reached 140 million. They now regularly sit at 170 million. Of course, the filmmaking side got its act together since those dark days of the mid-80s. History lesson over, there is definitely something special happening in production at the moment, which feels exciting and should be marked and commented upon. This month, for instance, at Watershed, there is one week where all films we are showing are British. The supernatural thriller The Awakening, documentary British Guide to Showing Off, literary adaptation Wuthering Heights and revived classic Kez. In addition to the fact they are all British, and I can't remember this happening before, and bear in mind I don't choose these films out of a patriotic duty but because they are good, the more interesting fact is that they cover all the genres, from horror to literary adaptation, documentary, all staples of British cinema from Grierson to Hammer via Dickens and David Lean. What is so energising about this new crop is that they are reinventing the moulds, representing them afresh and with energy and confidence. But crucially, they're not just one-off, or three-off, in this instance. They're part of an increasingly confident British film industry, it would appear to me. Just thinking about this year, it started with The King's Speech, a brilliantly realised take on the costume drama, and will end for us at Watershed with the producer of the film, Ian Canning, coming back to Watershed to talk about his new project, Shame, directed by Steve McQueen. Quite a difference in subject matter and style. 
This diversity and difference is what makes for a healthy industry. And what is crucial for that industry is the next generation of talent, whether directors, producers, writers, set designers. Where are they and who are they? Well, you will discover them at Bristol Encounters International Film Festival later this month. For the past seven years, I have been putting the programmes together and it never ceases to amaze me the range of talent and ideas that come through in short film. This year is no exception, and I'm not just saying that as the usual PR story. The quality of British and indeed international films is extraordinarily high. There's a lot of talent, a lot of ideas out there, which you'll see during the festival. And whilst you're watching them, bear in mind that Lynn Ramsey, who is we need to talk about Kevin, has just been such a critical success, and Andrew Arnold's distinctive take on Wuthering Heights is released. Both these directors were noticed by their singular short films. And what of Kez? Well, it just happens to be one of the best British films ever made. An astonishing depiction of a moment in time whose story still resonates. Ken Loach has given us a high benchmark against which filmmaking should be measured. Let's not also forget that it features one Colin Welland as the English teacher who tries to encourage young Billy. Maybe Welland was just 30 years ahead of the game when he made his prediction. For information on Bristol Encounters International Film Festival, see encounters-festival.org.uk. For more about the films on at Watershed, visit watershed.co.uk. That's all for this month. <laughs>